to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 153. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, the Feast Season 12 results are in. The Primal's Zep Tour 2018 Trial by Shadow is out now. Letter from the Producer Live Part 10 LIX Digest released. I think it's 49. Uh, accepting pre-orders for Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers. Important changes to prohibited activities and account penalty policy in Final Fantasy XIV. Patch 4.55 notes. Distant Worlds Minneapolis pre-show meetup reminder. And a reminder about our new Show Your Bunny Boy contest. We've got some developers blog. We have potential new race spoilers from the French localization team. We have more potential leaks about a new job. Fan tweets, fan mail. But first, let us shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hi, Ruby. Hi, Yelta. Hi. What up? Oh, my God, so much. Yeah, there's there's a lot with so much drama in the LBC. It's hard being Snoop D O Double G. I I'm feeling rap gangster today, and I'm also feeling like ah, all this shit that's been going on this week. Like I feel like every day I've logged into Twitter, there's some new drama or something was going on in the Final Fantasy XIV community, and it slowly, I guess maybe since we podcasted last, really, and it slowly was like, oh shit, people are. People are parsing me. They can click on my name, do that, and then and then so now we're in this TOS stuff. So I can't, I really can't wait to talk about all the shit that's going on today because I feel like it's just jam packed with with salt mine. Oh, this mm-hmm. so it was so salty, so salty <laughs> right now. But for me, I always have felt like there's like 14 in game, and then there's 14 the offline mode. Like if you were on Twitter and you follow the Reddit's and you read the the Blue Garter posts and all this other stuff and you hear from all these different players about what their little triggers are and what's been happening. It's almost like you you can follow the game outside of the game, and that's almost as fun sometimes as as playing. It's it's, it's entertaining, if nothing else. It can be yeah. How about that? It's entertaining. Okay, so we have lots to talk about tonight. But what have I done in game? I finally got my blue mage to fifty. So that that's a done deal. I was bored on Sunday. I think we were going to go out, the family and I, and baby boy fell asleep in what was like a 30-minute deal. was like a two-and-a-half to three-hour deal. I just sat here watching YouTube videos, and I went from like 32 to 50 in no time. Um, so that's a done deal. And I did all that just open world, killing mobs. I, that was the fastest way. I just – I was in – um I was in uh, Corthus around Dragon's Head, and I just started killing junk there, and then moved westward, kind of like where Snowcloak. So, were you like what? What levels above you were targeting? Because I was targeting stuff six levels above me with my chocobo. Something around that, like around five. But when I would get within one level of it or at level, I would switch zones. So I started. I started up there, and I I did like the Savara fate and stuff, and then I worked my way back uh, west. And then when I had finished killing crocodiles or whatever is out there, mm-hmm. and I was at level, which might have been around like forty, I think. Um, 
I swapped over to Mordona and killed toads and salamanders moving westward there until around 45. And then I went to northern Thanalan and killed uh, soldiers and the big robot stuff, which I, I didn't really realize at first. But when you kill the level 50 things, you don't get good XP. You have uh -uh. to kill the 49s to get yeah. the good XP. So I just kind of ran in a circle, and the only trouble I had was I guess there were two people that were farming maybe the Garlean plates or twine or something. I don't know what they were doing, but I was fighting something, and they pulled my mob, and it tethered it, and then it like healed back up, and I'm like, ugh, and I just uh -huh. walked away. They were like, sorry, and I just walked. I reported them for harassment. Oh, good. Well, you know, under the new, under terms, the new of service. terms of service, they impacted your gameplay, so they have to go. They did. They yeah. did. No, I did not. <sighs> Uh, so that was Blue Mage, but I still need to go back into Orem Vale and get Glower, so Yelta's gonna help mm -hmm. me at some point, I believe, do that. Um, I did go in there in the first boss, I was able to somewhat solo on Blue Mage at, at level 50. I had decent gear, but I didn't want to just keep doing, uh, I was think I was doing a uh, thousand needles or whatever over uh -huh. and over. Like, I'd have to heal up, do a thousand needles, heal up, and do a thousand, and that was so tedious i'm like i'm not doing this shit for the off chance that when i finally get to the second boss if i can beat him then i might get glower that that's no you do glower's 100 percent now just so you know oh yeah isn't well, it good. i think glower and uh, mine last are both 100 okay. percent. yeah the ones that are required for the mm -hmm. for the uh storyline of course oh, fix that, that the day after i got both of them so yeah oh yeah okay well <laughs> you're old enough to remember uh, so uh, anyway, so Blue Mage was fun for what it is, and I did uh, start gearing. So I didn't have any old ca – because caster is something I already had, all my casters at 70. So I didn't have any old caster gear. So I had to uh, spend some poetics. So um, two newbie-type things I did. When I needed the poetics, I ran a um, – oh, what's it called? The roulette where you have to – the storyline roulette, mm -hmm. I guess is what it's called. And I got uh, I mean, Caster Meridianum. Cut, cut, cutscene roulette. Right. Cutscene roulette, but it wasn't that bad. No, like I, cast I actually like, I like it because I know I'm, I am queuing up for it. So, Oh, yeah, and I can watch videos and I can chat while, while it's happening. So I, I did it as White Mage, and it went swimmingly. And I got uh, – not only did I get 300 Poetics, but somebody was new, so I got an additional 200 Poetics. So that was five. And I was like, well, I could buy the upgrade items, which is Carbon Coat and Carbon Twine, but I wanted the Carbon Coat because for sure I wanted the accessories – uh, leveled mm -hmm. up. I was like, well, maybe I could do Final Coil. And this this is going to get into something that we're, we'll talk about later. We have an email about New Game Plus. But Final Coil, for most part, in Coil, I can solo stuff. But Final Coil, I have difficulty. And, and I needed to run either Final Coil 1 or Final Coil 4. Well, actually, 2 and 4 if I want carbon codes. But I was like, well, let me try the 1 so I can get a ring. Well, that one's really difficult because if it if you don't DPS it fast enough, it's going to do the charge at you and you're not going to survive. And I don't have any tanks at 70. So I'm like, scratch that. And then I wanted to get into the second one. Well, you have to have more than one person because you have those stupid pads that you have mm -hmm. to stand on. And I can't unlock it. So I can't even get to the boss in the second one, let alone if I could even beat it. So I went to um, Party Finder. And there was a group running Final Coil. They wanted to run the first one. And I, jo I joined in as a healer. They only needed one healer left, so I joined in as healer. And I was like, hey, you guys are running all four? And they're like, yep. I was like, do you mind if I lot on the carbon coats? They're like, we don't care. 
So I ran all four with them. Uh, three or four of them were new. So I got 100 Poetics each one. Even though we undersized it, I still got the 100 Poetics because they were new people. Mm-hmm. And they let me have the carbon coats. And I got a lot of the accessory items. I didn't get a caster ring, but no no caster stuff dropped. So bleh. And then on the second one, Yalta, you'll remember the good old days with the Breakfast Club. The, mm-hmm. uh, the, the egg the and the – and the eggs the, and the – the oh, toast, toast and the whatever we called them. Yeah. We used to call it, oh, and, you know, you can't orange. let them touch the orange and you can't let them touch or they'll explode and the people are exploding and doing all this stuff. So it's really <laughs> fast now, of course, mm-hmm. but they let all the stuff touch and everybody was huddled around each other except for me and like six of them died, and it was like <laughs> me and one other. So my my old coil healing skills kicked back in and I'm like swift raised, raise, raise, raise. Medica 2, raise, size, raise, raise. And I raised like six people, kept everybody up. We <laughs> saved the shit and we ended up beating it and it was fine. We didn't have to fuck with the tethers at the end because I had all the DPS up. But like that egg was kicking our shit, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember to- I remember like being in charge of keeping one of them slowed mm-hmm. and we had to creep around. Oh, that fight was a pain in the ass. That was That <laughs> was one of the worst fights. Uh, so that felt good to do that. And then, of course, Phoenix and Bahamut was actually a lot easier. Uh, everybody did the middle stack. That's the only part I was afraid of. If I get knocked to the wall, we're fucked because I was the only healer. Uh, so everybody did the stuff, stand in the middle. And then somebody asked, was like, was this hard back in the day? And I was like, very. Mm-hmm. Shit was not fun to some degree. But um, it was cool. But no no butt wings dropped or anything. I kind of wanted to get nah. some of that. But none of that stuff dropped. But oh, well, big deal. Uh, it was fun, and I got a bunch of Poetics, so I was able to upgrade my whole right side. And then tonight, I ran Hidden Gorge, and that's really the last thing I did. Well, I did Valentino's, but I'll let you talk about Valentino's we'll if you want. We'll talk about that later, yeah. Yeah. Um, I ran Hidden Gorge twice. I have never done Astrologos. I never did it before. And I ran this this time, and I don't know how much different it is than the other. But we lost both times, and I don't know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> I have no idea what this shit is doing. So there's like little five teams of four or something or six teams of four, and you're running out there, and I don't know if I should stay with my people, and I don't know if we should like – if A and B should go to one and B and C should go to two. Nobody was talking. Not one person talked in both of them. Well, OK. In the second one, only twice was there somebody said something. It was go to middle. And something else, like go north. And that was it. Nobody was even like, you fucking dum-dums, go here. Nobody was even doing anything like that. Like I didn't – I had no direction. I was afraid to get in any kind of mech because I don't know what to get into and I'm not going to be the one that screws up the Mm -hmm. the mechanics even though we lost both times. Um, I had like five kills on the first one, which isn't that great, but it was still – like I looked at the list and – it was a lot better than the other people in our groups were doing. And uh, in the second one, I had like nine or ten assists, and the little thing kept coming up like, you, like another assist, another – you're doing great. Stack up some, something. It was telling me I was doing good, but we still <laughs> lost. So I, 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 have, I have no idea. So uh, friends, you're welcome to send me messages how to play Hidden Gorge. Maybe I'll figure it out by next week. We have a PvP night next Monday. Yeah, we got to get that so, on the calendar. <laughs> we were going to do it this yeah. week, and it's like, oh. Oh, well, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> there was a maintenance. Um, but we have talked for 
a while about doing some PvP stuff. On this podcast, we've talked about, like, we need to do some PvP. So I would love to give some more insight into that and and share more uh, about our PvP experiences. So we'll do that. And, uh, yeah, that's that's, – I did a trial roulette tonight. We got – Great King Muggle, hard. I think my I think my pet got us wiped on the first one, but I'm not <laughs> claiming that. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I didn't bring the pet out the second time. I've been kicked from a party. The only time I've ever been kicked, I should have reported them, Yelta. That it, it it impacted my gameplay. The only time I was ever kicked from anything, I was in a Muggle Mog back in the fifty days doing uh, with my pet out, and my pet kept attacking the king. And they booted me because I couldn't oh. control my pet. Sad day. But I learned that my pet could cause problems and I started hotkeying my pet actions after For that. Sure. So it was a uh, it was a lesson learned. But I reported all of them and none of them play anymore. They've all been blacklisted and banned. <laughs> it hurt my feelings, Yalta. <laughs> hurt my feelings. Oh my god. So that was uh that was my week. Yalta, what did you do this past week? I I capped. I did uh, Wondrous Tales. I ran roulettes and stuff. Uh, Brock's got the Cross World Link Show rocking. I got in their Discord, and they're a bunch of fun people. Helped uh, some free company. I, th- I actually was in Coil, too. Michael had never seen it, so we I have to go back and finish mm. that up for him. But um, I did more Shinryu EX farming. I saw several whistles. Did not get one. Had... Good parties. I had terrible parties. I had clear parties that people had. It should have been a learning party. I had. No, that was something else. I, do, I went into uh, Suzaku. I've only cleared it twice. And I, I know most of the mechanics and I can do most of it. So I, uh, I joined a, a clear party. There are people in there who didn't know anything. And I'm like, it's not a clear party if no one knows anything. It's a clear party if you think you have a chance at clearing and know most of the stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, I did. Uh, I did the seasonal event with Ulf. It was. It was. It was quick. We just went in and did the quests and ran the thing and talked to the fortune tellers. I, I, as far as I could tell, Ruby, nothing tells you. Nothing really even gives you a hint of where to go or how to get the uh, to the weapons. No, they really, other than avoid the one. And and my experience, although I did share it last time. Was I ran it with a with a complete stranger? I ran it again this past week with Cinda to get her caught up on Thursday, um, but I ran it with a complete stranger. And of course, the, the in game chat says like, "There's one fortune teller you should avoid," but the only ones I'm going to was the shit above their heads. That yeah. one doesn't have a thing above their head, as far as I can remember. Maybe nope, I need to she does not. It. She does not. And in fact, that kind of tickled me because I'm one of those people who are like, "This game has trained us to play our mini map icons, not to." go out and experience the world. Yeah. But there's like nothing, even when the lady's like, I'll sell you these potions, there's no hint what to do with those potions. I don't, people must, I don't know how people found out about it. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure myself. And again, like you're saying, I, we're all trained to look for the the floaty thing above somebody's head. To even put maybe a discolored one or a question mark or something while you're doing it would have been at least some kind of hint. I'm I'm imagining if people don't follow our podcast or follow Twitters or Reddits or whatever else and don't and know get all this the possible rewards, right? Some people might not even have looked at the page. It says that there were rewards that they didn't get yet. They might, I doubt it, but they yeah. might be pissed that they missed it because nobody told them. Mm-hmm. So my, again, my experience was I ran it with a newbie, and of the three fortune tellers, one of them gave us like 
you guys are cold. It's not, you know, whatever. And I thought that was the one like, oh, I should avoid the one that tells me my affinity's bad with this person because they're just giving me a bad fortune teller reading. Mm. But that's not what they mean at all. No, there they is mean another avoid one. The if, you, if you haven't done it yet, go talk to that fortune teller. You have time. And you don't have to be in a group for that. You can just no. talk to her. Yeah. So I I actually grabbed Ulf and I'm like here you'll not we wouldn't figure this out I don't know and yeah I know people data mine and it's all on websites so that's probably where a lot of people knew about it but but I'm like Ulf buy two of those potions and follow me we'll go f- <laughs> so I I had a good I had a good uh good week uh then today. Uh, we had some snow in Minnesota, and I worked from home, but then I also took some time and went into Eureka, and I went into high, whatever it is called. It's the hydro one. It's very watery in there. And uh, the first thing I noticed is I, I went in, watched the cutscene, unlocked the quest, shouted for a group for 20 minutes, and in those 20 minutes, uncovered the entire map while I was just walking around. It is tiny. It's tiny, tiny, tiny. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm actually shocked how tiny it is. Uh, there's two, te- there's two teleport crystals, uh, and, and then there's the main teleport crystal. Uh, they did do one nice thing. You can already attune to the one at level fifty-one, and you can attune to the other one. I think I've heard level fifty-five. Of course, I walked in there. There's already level sixty people, entire parties riding around on their mounts. So oh, wow. <laughs> it's. It's uh, it was it was fast. Um, I I was a little surprised because the map being tiny, it's it's just it just seems really. You think they just poo pooed it, or they focus more time on Baldizian Arsenal? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, Don't get me wrong. In fact, I kind of wish they would put the small easy map first for people to get used to it. Right. You know, I feel like this is the one that should have had sleeping dragon. I didn't see anything like that. It, it's I don't know, but it's also the final step where we're gonna go hang out for the next how many months till you know the next right. relic comes out. So, so you maybe, had like it's it, a victory lap feel, maybe. Maybe maybe it's the victory lap one. I don't know. It's uh, well disturbing to me. Uh, I can confirm if anyone was wondering. I finished my relic, but never ever rolled any stats on it. Doesn't matter. The quest is done. You can go right into the next one. So you do not have to, you, you have to have finished the relic, but you don't have to have done that stat rolling thing. And I don't have my sixth magicite either. You don't need that either. You, you don't, was it sixth? I can't remember now. Hmm. So I have to go back now and get that other magicite. And, uh, and if you get that one, apparently you can get another one then. So you can be more powerful. Hmm. So, yeah. Uh, and it's, it's real similar to the other ones. There's clumps of mobs. Uh, there's elemental fairy things that buff you. It, it's just not very big, though. I, I'm just really surprised that it's it's. I was level fifty one and running in, level fifty and running anywhere on the map I want to. Hmm. So I don't know. Well, I've heard I've heard uh, okay I've heard some mixed reaction. One good thing. I've heard that the music in Baldizian Arsenal is awesome. It's um, a, a Final Fantasy XI remix of the battle music. I've yet to hear it myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to hear that soon. The negative thing I've heard is that people aren't digging the look of the final relic. 
that it just I had even heard looks that unfinished. too. I, I now I haven't seen them, of course. I haven't seen them live. Uh, I know they've been dat mined, and I scrolled past them quickly. I didn't see anything bad, but I don't know. I don't know. I have heard that, but I hear that with almost every relic step was mm. either one of them was sweet or all of them suck or I don't know. But uh, I'm gonna have to go back and look now more closely. I wish it was like some of the other things in the game where you can like go try on the primal weapons because they're all in there for, you know, trading totems or whatever. Yeah. But uh, the, there's there's minions and mounts and but I don't think they locked a whole bunch of stuff behind. So I already got a warped lockbox. I already got. I didn't get a mount. I but I haven't done that much. When when you're low level and you follow the fate train around though, and I didn't do that a whole lot. Mostly we did our challenge log, but um. At level 52, you're doing the level 60 fate, and you don't really get anything but XP anyway. So that's right. still, in my mind, I mean, you get XP at least, but I don't know. It was fun. It was a it was a, it was was a decent time. I, li- I like doing stuff the day it comes out. I want to wrap up. I, you know, I want to finish the storyline. I want to do the, um, get a, get a relic or two, maybe help other people get through. They're still not like level sync. So that's just really irritating to me. That's, we were talking about that a lot in two different, uh, two different discord channels today. There's a lot of people in the cross world link shell that haven't gotten very far in Eureka. There's a lot of people in, honestly, our free company and in the friends of the bosom link shell that haven't gotten real far in Eureka. And it's like, I can come back and help you, but I don't want to power level you. I guess, you know, we get synced automatically at fates, but, you know, there's more to it than fates, too. There's, you know, mob grinding. You know, yeah, the weekly challenge log helps a lot, but I do I do kind of hope they slip us a level sync here, like, at the end or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know that it'll happen in the uh, 4.x. Yeah. Thing maybe five will uh, give us some idea of you know level sync. Well, that would be but well, that would be such an excellent place to test it out. Sure, I think you know. So, oh well, maybe we'll all bring our trusts in there because we will have everybody else banned, so we'll have to play with our trusts. I don't know. Alphano said something mean to me the other day, and I reported. I, I'm not going to play with him any longer. <laughs> all right, we have a new Patreon. Yes, we do. Uh, we have, uh, Trusian. Thank you for being our newest patron. Uh, that is our number five, our fifth patron. So thank you very, very much. There are perks to being a patron. If you are on our $10 tier, uh, you do have access to our discord, which was popping off today it was great we had good discussion in there today uh, around the terms of service stuff which we will talk about at length in this episode so uh stay tuned for that but thank you again truzian for being one of our patrons uh you can always uh come check us out on our patreon page and that's uh gather together or at gtffxiv just look for us you'll find our, our symbol and uh check out the sweet benefits and stuff we have to offer there all right, you can shoot the shit with us. Come to the website, www.gtffxiv.com, and let us know what you've been up to this week. First round is the news. Uh, few season 12 results are in. Now, this confused us last week, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The season was over, but the results weren't in. The results are now in. You can see who got what. And, oh, I'm uh, number one. I did it. Oh, my God. 
Wait, no. Wait, no. <laughs> I'm number nothing. Uh, so do we, do we have any names in Primal that we know? Uh, well, Excalibur is number one. Kaze oh. Hishiro. Nice. So congratulations. Nice. Oh, Represent. Rum Raisin. I've seen her name before. Onigiri Bunny. Delicious. Yeah. Rum yeah. Raisin. <laughs> Very cool. And then we also have, let's see, the the feast season, preseason 13 starts soon. Yeah. You get a head start if you did really well. My zero points will carry over to season 13. You're, you're silver or lower? You're going to get zero points? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm lower than so. I think I'm lower than dirt. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Then the Primal Zep Tour 2018 Trial by Shadow. Uh, this is a Blu-ray. This is their live performances on Blu-ray. So it says, kick back and enjoy the Osaka leg of the 2018 Zep Tour in its entirety. Look behind the scenes. Oh, God. Look at uh, hour and a half subtitled in English, so it's a uh, it's cool. You can order your copy today. It says I have not ordered my copy. Yeah, I haven't ordered my copy. Either. <laughs> what minion comes with this? I'm kidding. It's a uh, yeah. It's sixty bucks. Oh, the first. Oh yeah, the first run edition has Oblivion and Rise for the Equestrian. Yes, there are in game items. Oh well, all right. Mm-hmm. Now, I have seen this little video before, and this is actually a pretty cool video of them doing stuff. And these guys always have a good time. Uh, they're amazing at the fan festivals. And uh, Japan shortly will have theirs, and 15,000 people will get to see the Primals live. Are, still pe- are people still crying about how they get a bigger... Well, that was one of the dramas, you know, That, but we've had like two or three other cataclysms. Oh, we've we've or, had or... multiple cataclysms since there. <laughs> Then. We only need a few more, and the Asians will take over. Oh my God! Uh, we have a, the letter from the producer live part forty nine digest. That's that's up now, so you can go watch it. Oh, I need to read this because I need to understand how to do Rival Wings Hidden Gorge. <laughs> I don't think they covered it. There's a little bit in there. It doesn't tell me how to play. No, <laughs> they talked about the train, and they talked about the Goblin Mercenaries. I think. Oh, that's not enough. Yeah. I need somebody to teach me. Hold no, my you, hand. You need you need a senpai. Yeah, yes. you need a sensei to teach you what the fuck. Because I don't know. Maybe Monday. Maybe someone will show us on Monday. All right. Accepting pre-orders of Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers. That is done. I already did that. I still need <laughs> to, but I was waiting for payday. So I think mm. I can do this now. I have to check my bank account and... uh no, actually, I already debited mine. Actually, it was kind of nice. I, I put in my order and everything, and then, you know, it sits there. And I'm like, well, crisis, $200. I wish I could just bill it now. I went in to view my order. You can fucking bill it now. So, all right. Very nice. <laughs> so, of course, this has the uh, – there's the regular and the digital and the physical and all those different collector's editions. But uh, I want to remind people – I told my Ulf, I'm like, you need to pre-order this because on March 1st, you get your uh, Aetherite earrings. That's yes. That's that neat earring. We talked about this last week, I think, that EXP up by 30% under 70 and below. And uh, is this the one that has the stats, they said? This it's is the heirloom change? item. Yes. Yeah. It's going to increase stats as you grow. So I, I, that 
that does not bother me at all. I think much earlier than now, I would have been like, ah, too soon. But now I'm like, man, we got a lot of jobs and we got, that's a lot of gear to keep for different levels. I don't mind having some, uh, some items that help you, help you on your way. And it'd be a pre-order bonus. That's kind of nice too. Cause that's just like, I'm paying for it now instead of later. Not like I have to buy an expensive collector's edition. I just have to order it now. So I'm, I'm, I'm avidly awaiting my earring because I still have those four melee DPS to level. Mm-hmm. I think it's also good, like, if you read the bottom of this thing and, and if you haven't been following all of the fan festivals and you need a little bit of conglomeration of the information, you know, if you haven't checked a Reddit thread with all the info, it does have some information down here at the bottom of what to expect and so, some names and things in here that I'm like, oh, I forgot we were getting this. Like, we just recently talked about the Great Wood and Il Meg, but um, Arang, that's that's one that maybe we've seen a couple screenshots or something about, but it's like in my memory, I'm like, which one was mm-hmm. um, Arang now? And then also when you go to the New Beast Tribes, we recently talked about Pixies, and at our fan fest, I think Numu was brought up, mm-hmm. but Dwarves have only been talked about briefly, and I think a lot of people forget that Dwarves are coming as well. So uh, check this site out in, at, in depth, and I'm sure this will grow as more information comes because it's not going to be long. We'll have the Tokyo Fan Fest. It's in March. Right, right. So go go order your pre-orders. Let's see. They're and they're not cheap though, man. I I wasn't going to buy the physical if it went over 200 bucks and it was just under 200 bucks. Or I think it's a, I think it's a 250. Still that's expensive. Mm. All right. Then let's see import oh god. Take a deep breath. Are you ready? Bre- I'm. I'm you not ready? sure. I'm gonna just pour this other drink. Yeah, no. just okay. drink the bottle. <laughs> Let me just get the Tip bottle. The bottle. Oh over. my god. Okay. So, and really, what's what's tickling me the most is not so much of this change as the reaction to this change. So, oh yeah, this is the important changes to prohibited activities and account penalty policy in Final Fantasy XIV. Please visit here for more details. You click on that bad boy. And you get this wall of text, honestly. So there's, well, not even. You have to go to the another link, right? So you have one wall of text. That is the new prohibited behavior. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And, and it's, and it's, and, and I think 90% of it's okay. You know, there, I, I think 14 has allowed some problematic behaviors. I've heard many stories of people who were, you know, blacklisting isn't enough sometimes. So, uh, so they've, uh, Added some more definitions. Uh, start with, we'll start, we'll just start with harassment, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to take in here, and we're obviously not going to read all of the policies and stuff to you. Take a look. What we would want you to do is, if you are concerned, you should definitely go read it for yourself. There is, like Yelto was saying, like a synopsis here, and I don't mind sharing that part. Uh, but if you're if you're considerably concerned. We're going to go into those concerns here shortly uh, from the Reddit community and many others. Um, if you are concerned, please go in and read it for yourself. I think it's basically at a at, at a glance not too much different. It's just being a little more specific yet still being vague in such a way that 
the the GMs can uh, can have a case by case sort of situation. I think it's that vagueness that is uh, getting people all riled up. But um, if, if if you may, or if I may, I'm going to read yeah, these regions it. reasons for the changes here. Uh, the synopsis, and it says, until now we have operated under the philosophy that this is an MMO RPG. And frequent in-game intervention by Square Enix would inhibit player experience. Under this philosophy in mind, GMs have intervened only in cases of racial or sexual discrimination or other severe cases. GMs would not actively take action against other types of behavior that were deemed to be annoying but not crossing the line from an objective eye. Instead, encouraging the involved players to resolve the situation through communication, adding players to the blacklist or other peaceful methods. However... Times have changed, and I think this is where people get getting getting upset. However, times have changed, and although Final Fantasy is an MMORPG, it is now our belief that it is better for the community as a whole for us to intervene in situations where a player is subjected to the abusive behavior of another player, rather than worrying about inhibiting communication between players. As this change in course requires changes to our fundamental policies and such a change would be difficult to reverse, we spent considerable time carefully reviewing its potential impact. Ultimately, we came to the conclusion that it's better for the community as a whole for us to clamp down on abusive behavior and have decided to move forward with this major change. Needless to say, everyone will have their own view on a situation, so a GM will continue to provide an objective eye. With a more proactive approach to in-game conflicts, we will strive to protect players who are considerate toward others and provide a high-quality service in which players can play in a more comfortable and safe environment. Note that penalties have been adjusted so that appropriate action can be taken against offensive players depending on the severity of their offense. To keep player, Here's the other one I think that's made people upset. To keep players safe, we will continue to keep track of trends both in online games and in the real world, as well as remaining vigilant of the social norms of our time. We thank you for your continued support of Final Fantasy 14. So that's the short version of it. People have scoured through the prohibited activities to find their favorite prohibited activity that they don't believe that they can do anymore in game and have really blown this out of proportion, I believe, uh, to some degree. I had a conversation with a couple people on Twitter and I think I had mentioned to somebody that it's basically triggered the 4chan edgelords to create prohibited behavior or to show true colors to try to provoke some behavior um i kind of want to go to this other post before Mm -hmm. we get too too deep about our own personal opinions or or really get into it we the, the there is a reddit shit post if you're not familiar reddit has a has a shit post uh for 14 called shit post xiv it's highly entertaining it's it's highly entertaining. We were there and we were taking a look and <clears throat> there's one on here. There's some on here that's not worth reading, but there's one on here called hugbox.exe. <clears throat> God damn. Uh. They leaked the changes, Yelta. 4.56 changes have been leaked. <laughs> we're going to read some leaks here. <laughs> this is this is the reaction of the community, all right? Vuln stacks are no longer shown so people don't feel bad. Damage numbers are no longer displayed. They are displayed as happy faces. <laughs> Damage taken is no longer shown. They are displayed as sad faces. Players can no longer be KO'd. 
Ultimate weapons are removed so nobody feels inferior. Ultimate fights are removed. Savage raids are removed. Eye level restrictions are removed. Levels are removed. All classes removed beside Blue, White, Sam, and Shield Oath Paladin. (laughs) I haven't read these in advance, so I may be laughing as we read these. Raid-wide buffs are removed. They are microaggressions. There's a whole separate post for that. You have to read that one, too. And if there's any in here that's offensive, I may skip it, but I think everything's safe in here. All male characters removed. (laughs) FF logs and ACT developers publicly hanged. Publicly hanged. Off with their heads. Gill is removed. Everything is free. Housing is removed. One by one apartments available. All cities are removed except limbs. (laughs) Alliance raids have encounters die after 10 minutes. Chat is removed, replaced with one button action that says GCBTW. What does great, that mean? That, I don't that, know that. No, that's great community, by the way. <laughs> oh my god. That's, that's shit post XIV's like motto. That's the motto. Yeah. Great community, by the way. Males have to pay 150 US dollars a month while, f- <laughs> I'll skip this one. <laughs> Everyone else gets subscriptions for free. <laughs> Oh my god, Bernie Sanders now runs Limsa with that row lady. Mounts are removed. Glam is removed. Everyone wears striped pajamas. PvP removed. It promotes violence. Unlimited Fantasia. Players who have completed ultimate fights are banned. (laughs) Oh my god. Some of these are not. I'm I'm going to skip that one. I feel bad for laughing at some of these. I mean, honestly. Uh... I'm going to skip the set in the next two. Uh, let's see here. Uh, rom- rotations from remaining classes removed completely. It's freestyle mode. So is it back to 1.0? Uh, <laughs> Ravana removed promotes toxic competition. <laughs> Limsa market replaced with the crying corner. Shadowbringers collector edition bonuses removed. It's unfair. Looks pretty good, boys. Can't wait. Great community, by the way. <laughs> so don't flame us we just read the post we even skipped some of the more offensive ones so you're welcome but th- that i think is a microcosm not a microaggression but a microcosm of what some people are feeling and yelta i'll be honest i i watch a lot of youtube mm-hmm. i watch a lot of different youtube and i was thinking about this today how i wanted to word this and i'm Thank thank God I'm the editor of the podcast because I can remove the stuff that I feel like <laughs> it's not – is worth removing. But I'm going to try to be as civil and I'm going to try to be as uh, – I'm going to try to say this right, I guess. So there are – and this even happened in our Discord today and I'm appreciative of the of the discussion in our Discord. But I think there's a there's a miscommunication maybe between two two sides of thought. There's a side of thought that says, yes, we should – Stop negative behaviors from happening. If they're going to harass me in a raid and tell me I'm parsing gray, although third-party stuff was always banned. I I was going to say, I've always encouraged people if someone calls you out like that and you're – just just report. I always – you know what? I I report and move on. I report. I paste in what someone said in the chat log and I move on with my life. If a GM contacts me later and they often do – to get more background, you know, that that's it. I, I let the GMs make the decision. I'm not saying I want the band. I'm like, 
Well, I could be it's being the sensitive. Move on point. I could be. I could have. I'm often. I could have just been overly sensitive to some, or I took something the wrong way. So you know, maybe I was being unreasonable, and that's where like some of this offensive expression stuff. Maybe, maybe you're being unreasonably touchy. I did. I did the other day. I admitted publicly on the last podcast. I thought the guy was calling me out for my my lack of DPS, and it was not me. He was trying to coach the new people how to play, and I was just yeah. having a bad moment. So, but I acted appropriately. I didn't cuss him out. I was like, "Were you speaking to me?" I, you know, and he was like, "No, I was talking to somebody else." And I gave him accommodation at the end. It didn't result in any kind of. So you got to take a step back if you feel like somebody's talking to you and have a. Try to have a civil discussion, and I think that's what they were saying is 14 was trying to let people communicate it out, and maybe that just wasn't working or I, I don't people know. Are, I, well, I don't well know. MMO players, some of us don't always communicate the best during typing. I mean I've, sure. I've often taken things the wrong way or maybe replied to something that came back to bite me in the ass, but I didn't mean it that way, you know, so. And we've said this before, that the Final Fantasy community, there's a lot of people who have never played an MMO before. They played Final Fantasy, but not Final Fantasy Online. So they may not understand the interaction, although it's 2019. There's a lot of MMO games. There's a lot of online interaction mm-hmm. now. But, you know, we'll make some exception there for that. But where I was going was there's, there's I'm not trying to divide the schools of thought into Democrat and and Republican or conservative and liberal or I don't know. But what I'm trying to say is that there may be some people who believe like more protection is better and more and other people who say more restriction is not better. We should be able to act like human beings and and take care of our business like adults and to be to be to be treated like children mm-hmm. and to to any kind of reporting can result in me getting banned. This is ridiculous. But then you have extremes on both sides that are making shit posts and doing these things. And that's where you get funny posts like hugbox.exe, uh, but where you may also get and that's kind of going into the actual Reddit thread. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna delve too much because there is some I'm not gonna say it's it's nasty because you know they try to keep it civil in here. Although some people made some funny <laughs> things about like, wow, it's a discussion about banning people, but this Reddit is so quick to banhammer people who don't agree with what the mods say. But I'll, I'll let that one slide. Um, like one of the first uh, – let's see. There was a good one at the beginning that I was reading. I don't disagree with the idea of being able to report somebody for being deliberately bad is to ruin the experience for other players. I actually quite like it when games let you downvote a player or whatever so that you're less likely to be queued up with them. You're essentially allowing players to separate the wheat from the chaff. However, these new policies are so vague that they can be applied to almost anything said in chat or done in game. If I can't ask or tell those people to stop in game or give them constructive advice without the possibility of being reported myself for being mean, despite the fact that they're going out of the way to ruin things for for everyone else, with the possibility of the GMs not seeing the truth in the situation, something is incredibly wrong here. Although after reading a few of the replies here, this line of thought makes me a – and then they use some, – Some bad language. Um, language. <laughs> and that's and that's the thing like i the mild post i'm seeing is like look what if i need to tell somebody that their their rotation is off well that would be an expression that compels a playing style and that's not acceptable that's that's how some people are reading it and that's where my one of my issues is a couple of these are really vague expressions that compel a playing style now they probably <laughs> mean i'll kick you if you don't pull 
two groups instead of one at a time. And they, that's probably not what they mean. They probably mean, or that's, or that's probably what they mean. Not, yo, you know, Arcanist, you forget to summon your pet. Sure. And I don't think that – I personally don't think that will get you banned. Now, there's been discussions about this, and it's gone to extremes, and I would love to see somebody showing the feedback if something like that happened. Don't provoke this kind of behavior, but for example, if you got reported on for telling somebody your shield oath is not up, then – and you let it go. That's the other thing. If you tell it and they don't do it, you need to let it go. And I think that's what you were referring to is like if you report somebody and you let it go. I think we all need to have a let it go mentality because you're only in there for 20 minutes and in, in whatever. We're not talking about like a high-end raid. I'm sure you can no, vote kick somebody. No, we're really thinking more like dungeon runs. I'm thinking 90% of the players, this is dungeon runs. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. You it's know. it's that kind of thing. We're, we're not – if you're in a high-end raid static or whatever, this is not affecting you. You're already having a high level of communication with the people around you. And it's outside of the game probably <clears throat> exactly and I, I and what i was saying to somebody on twitter was these are the kind of fantasies you have when you're in the shower and you're you're worried that your boss is going to call you into your day off it's like i'm going to tell that motherfucker off if he, tell, <laughs> he tells me to come into work one day so they're sitting there and they're washing their hair and they're going if i if i have one player report me for doing this i'm going to call them all kinds of names whatever else and it's like let's go, let's let go of the fantasy all right that's what's happening on both sides there's this fantasy we need to look at the reality and we don't have any clear-cut examples because again they've made this language so vague we don't have any examples of any harassment now i have seen in this thread an example of uh, somebody quote-unquote harassing somebody reported for harassment for petting somebody but i think what they're leaving out is they were repeatedly told to stop petting someone and they continued to pet that person and that's the other side of it when we're given Uh some of these examples we need to see the full story before we make a a judgment call well and you were telling me this story before we started recording and i at first you're telling me the story and i'm like well pet lalafell is just kind of a thing i'm like yeah i don't like being called a potato either but i don't find it offensive and Mm -hmm. then you fit then you were like finishing it with but they were asked to stop and they kept doing it well i'm like and then my reaction was well that is different exactly that is different so these are going to be examples of being told like thank you no i appreciate your advice so i mean if you say hey shield oath is not on and they're like sorry don't use it we i don't need it it's we don't need it for this fight you can't go Spam shield oath, shield oath, shield oath, shield oath, shield oath, shield oath, over and over in the chat, and expect you to not get reported. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, not that's not okay. But on the other hand, okay. you get if a warrior is not picking either stance. Now, are they trolling you? If a, if a warrior won't put on either stance, there's no benefit to him or the party. So now, and then also, know. you know, <laughs> we've always lived in that gray area that if somebody's not pulling their weight. Uh, you can kick them because their play style play doesn't. Styles, yeah. It's a difference in play style, and it, as long as you don't put anything in the chat that's like you dick bag and then kick them, then you know it's just a difference in play style, and there's there's nothing to it. I'm not advocating you should kick people you don't like. I'm saying that if the, there's a difference in play style, then you have tools and resources yourself that you need to. What I was getting to my original point, and this is the part that I was like, how do I word this properly? I watch a lot of YouTube and I watch a lot of other stuff and there's a lot of buzz in the community and I would say more in the right-wing community, a conservative viewpoint that looks at conservative hosts and conservative radio and conservative YouTubers and maybe people who have opinions 
about topics that tend to be controversial and run their mouth about those topics and have been banned or blocked from services, maybe from Discord, maybe from Twitch, maybe from YouTube. And they say, this is an infringement of my free speech rights. So they're already riled up from watching Andy Worski or something <laughs> like that who is, you know, has, has, has had somebody had, had things happen to them and they've said these things. And they're the ones going, this is what's going to happen. They're already infringing on my First Amendment rights or whatever else. Well, mind you, you're also this is a this is a private space. This is a company that can. It's not free speech when you're when you're. This in isn't this. A, this isn't a free speech. This isn't government. You're not talking yeah, against the government. This isn't a free speech, isn't a free speech thing. <laughs> uh, they have every right to do what they want to do. Is it good business practices for them? Well, we'll we'll find out. But they are a business and their right to do it. just as Twitch or Twitter or Discord has the right to ban or not ban depending on what the situation is. Um, I don't, I don't really know what else to say other than we really need to wait and see what's going to come out of this and if we have any clear cut examples of the harassment. Mm-hmm. Just having vain imaginations of what could happen um i don't think is the right choice to make i think if you're a logical level-headed person you should try to communicate with others as best as possible say your piece and let it go mm-hmm. be, be reasonable let it go yeah be reasonable and let it go if you feel like something was offensive to you reported i have seen the novice network have the gender discussion and that's the gray area stuff that's going to get you banned if you start talking about your your views about people's sexuality, gender discussions. See, see and I've turned I've turned the novice network off how many times because it goes into what I consider, you know, politics or whatever. That's not what the novice network's for. Holocaust jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y- you know, these these aren't you're not a comedian. I don't know I don't know any comedians that play Final Fantasy XIV, professional comedians that could make some sort of justification for their actions. I'm not justifying comedians. I'm saying there's nobody that's a professional comedian that I know that's in there trying to do their uh, their stand-up in the novice network. Wrong venue anyway. <laughs> it's, it's just not where it belongs. So do do what you want to do at your own risk, but I think that this that – this, Revision to the terms of service allows them to take a stance if you if you cross the line, and I think a reasonable person will know where to cross the line. And I think those that are being unreasonable about this after hearing it are either just wanting to stir up trouble or have have some troubled thoughts, maybe that they need to process for themselves and find out if. They really need to talk about these discussions in game. What you do on Discord or Twitter or in your private home or however you want to have those discussions with your wife or friends or whatever else, you know, that's your thing. If you feel the need to have these types of discussions, uh, maybe you need to have them outside of the game if you care about your character, if you don't want to have some kind of major conflict. I think there's better avenues for that. Um,. I don't know, Yelta. What else do you? What other input do you have about this? Well, first of all, I I do find some of these. I understand they need a vague catch-all, but things like other expressions that are offensive to another person—that anybody could claim something's offensive. So yeah. my hope is 
the GMs are reasonable. Now, we've already seen screenshots of, you know, same guy talked to two different GMs and got two different, completely different answers. People are already asking, well, it's early polling, now an issue because it's, you know, dictating someone else's gameplay or whatever. I'm like, I hope that, I'm hoping that since they took the time and effort to redraft these rules, and I want to talk about the penalties too. They've got, they've, they've listed out now. There are six kinds of penalties, caution, warning, mm. you know, temporary service account bans and stuff like that. And I'm hoping that that means that they've either hired more GMs, trained them better. I hope there's sufficient GM coverage because if they're going to make this policy, they need to enforce it and they need to have reasonable people enforcing it. And I don't, mm. I, you know, if, and again, we're talking. I when I and I report people. I report people probably not like every month or something, but probably every three months somebody some some shit that I'm like no, and I will cut and paste, put it in the box, send it to the GMs, and let them make the call because really that's all you can report. Now there's some other stuff I have heard of. You know people who. You know, they broke up with their online boyfriend, but he continues to stalk them, stands on the free company yard, won't leave them alone. Or, you know, somebody's like, a, you know, trying to take screenshots in, you know, somebody noticed on Twitter, they're taking a bunch of screenshots, goes and uses their whale mount and blocks everyone and just, just this trollish behavior that you can't cut and paste out of the chat box, right? Mm -hmm. So are there going to be enough GMs on hand to, if I ping a GM right now, can they come and see that this is really happening? So that's the kind of stuff I worry about that. If they're going to, and I think we need that, but I'm hoping that if they took the time and effort to redraft these things and post these posts and get the community all fucking riled up, because we are, we are riled up. My knee jerk reaction when I first scanned the things is I'm a fucking 43-year-old adult, and if I don't try to hurt someone, but I try to correct someone's, you know, ice mageness. Now, mind you, I probably wouldn't correct an ice mage in a dungeon anyway, because it's 20 minutes out of my life and I'll never see them again. But, you know, if I'm trying to be helpful and someone else perceives it, and, I, and, I, and I'm nice about it, that's the important part. Some people are like, well, what was your tone? Well... My tone when I'm trying to help someone out, and I've had other people help me out too, way, way back. I was apparently performing very, very badly as, I think, I was Black Mage. Something had changed in the Black, rota black Mage rotation. The obvious easy rotation had changed significantly, and I was doing it wrong. Someone corrected me, they, or they asked me a question, they gave me some information, and I was thankful. Now, the wrong black mage could have been like, fuck you, I play how I want. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm now seeing that tic-tac-toe meme, whatever, it's just a game, I'm having fun. But I want to do pretty good, right? I want to, like, pull yeah. my weight in a dungeon. And I'd, but I don't want to get reported if I say, yo, put on a tank stance, or hey, where's your fairy? You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, or, you know, like you, you got kicked from a group because your fairy kept pulling. Would you yeah. have rather been told, hey, dude, you know, I, I, I remember learning to take Garuda off of sick. I remember that distinctly. I could mm -hmm. have take, I could have taken that very poorly, 
but it did that pushback thing. I, you know, I watch, you know, you know, people who, you know, people who only heal or only DPS don't really understand, you know, the tank is trying to keep stuff and you push something out of the way or whatever. It causes major problems. We should be able to talk to each other like at least teenagers, <laughs> if not adults. We're not, you know, little babies playing this game. We should be able to have a conversation using words. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm hoping that most of this really boils down to don't be a dick. I I think so. Nobody likes to be told, you know, nobody wants to be, as an adult, wants to be told by anybody, your boss, your spouse, somebody off the street, everybody, and and even being told that you might be told pisses you off. Like, I'm a a fucking man. Now you're going to tell me (laughs) shit. I'm sorry, I'd play the way I want, whatever. So that is the knee-jerk reaction by most people, you know, and I get that. And I think we have to take a deep breath after the knee-jerk reaction and go, all right, what are we talking about? Now, does that mean you need to put a smiley face after every time you tell somebody? I mean, it probably could help (laughs) to put a smiley face. (laughs) Like, fairy, please, smiley face or whatever. But I, I think the takeaway from something like that is if you said you don't have your sect on, and they come back and the astrologian goes, fuck you, I'll play how I want. Mm-hmm. You need to either respond okay or not respond at all. And that's the end of the discussion. Then you can make the determination if you need to kick them or if you need to just continue with the rest of the 20 minutes or whatever that this this thing is. If it resulted in multiple wipes, I think the reasonable conclusion would be it's just time to vote kick this guy uh-huh. and get somebody who actually knows how to play. What you can't do is, Astrologian, why are your parses so bad? Because uh-huh. you should be able to he- heal and DPS. And you can't say that because that's a third-party tool. To tell them that you need to be, you need to be DPS and why are you not repeatedly – I think it's a one-and-done situation. If you have a suggestion for somebody, you need to say it, whether you put a smiley face after it or not. That's your call. You need to say it and move on. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. We're not talking about ultimate content. We're not talking about a savage run. I'm not even talking an EX. We're talking about some dumbass trial or you know, one of the normal raids that take five minutes to do. Or a 20-minute dungeon that you could have one finger up your nose and the other on the mouse and you still could get it done in a reasonable amount of time. I, I Again, I think it's blowing this stuff way out of proportion because people don't like to be told. And one side doesn't want to be told because, out of fear because they're afraid players are using third-party tools to judge them. And another side is afraid to be told because they're not going to be told by this big government – of Square Enix that I can't I can't tell other people who are making my gameplay not fun that they need to get their stuff. So there's just a big old I don't want to be told from both sides of the sto- of of the coin here. Um and everybody's got this knee jerk reaction. I'm waiting to see some examples, Yelta. That's mm-hmm. my thing. I want to yep. see some examples yeah. of something that's gone way out of sync. Everybody's got some some example in their mind of some purple-haired person with a Steven Universe t-shirt telling them that they've been mean to them and they're getting their account permanently banned because they they said something without a smiley face in it and they just were mean. And then somebody else is going, 
and this is kind of going into one of the other dramas that we had this week. I put this in the notes. Mm-hmm. This is already had existed in ACT, but it was rediscovered that people can ch- live check other people's FF logs when you target them. You can click on somebody and see their parses to see if they're orange or gray or what any other color in between. And so the other side is going, yeah, now I got people openly judging me as I play with them and they're going to be mean to me because now they can see how poorly I DPS or whatever. There's a lot of fear and it was like if we just communicated like adults, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I don't care what color you parse as long as we get through this dungeon. I'm just here for 20 minutes. Well, and who, and again, I come back to wrong venue. Right? So if I'm doing a Guildhest roulette or if I'm doing a plain old dungeon or an old trial or I'm in a mentor roulette or whatever, I'm not going to check everyone's FF logs and kick them for whatever. Even the 24-man raid, I'm not really that. I'm not doing it for the 24. No, absolutely. 24-man raid completely falls in under that. Hell, even like a learning party for an EX Primal or a Savage, I'm not kicking anyone. I'm not gonna go look everyone up yeah, that's about mechanics really no, and it, but but you know if and when you get into some of them some of that harder progression content yeah i could see looking someone up i looked myself up after this and i you know i'm like well i wouldn't invite me either but you know what i make it through everything but savage pretty easily in this game for the most part so you know yeah, yeah. haven't if had any a, complaints if you were complaints. applying for some savage group Let's say somebody was – Elysium is recruiting for their newest ultimate group and Yelta's applying. Well, you know, I could look, I could imagine. Up, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine they want to look at your FF logs to see if you're going to mesh well with the seven other people in there. If you were just queuing in the duty roulette for Alexander 11 and you're getting Midgerzormer – not Alexander, Omega 11. You're getting Midgar Zormer. It, it, it's unreasonable. And it should not even be part of your thought process that somebody is going to target you and be talking. And immediately, and everybody should know this if anybody in any raid or anything that you are says your parse is a thousand less than what it should be, boom, fuck them. They're done. They're done because you can report them because they're using a third party tool to do that. And I've never seen that happen. Never in my in, in all the years of playing this game, I, I've never I've seen I've had that people. I've had when we've farmed. I've had when I've gone into a pug, and we've farmed a few times, and someone politely asks for their parse, right? They, their own parse. I have seen that, but I have not seen anyone call anyone out in in the game when it wasn't Savage or EX with the, like some sort of like set group. In fact, I won't, guys. I count numbers fast. But I'm not going to post it in the fucking game. No, you know, and I Yelta and, will giggle to me in a, in a Discord chat. But I might giggle. I might giggle in a Discord chat. But I'm not going to call anyone out. And what kind of kills me is this kind of goes hand in hand to something I saw earlier this week. So, so I was going to do a map party last Thursday, and uh, Brock and I were the only ones on who wanted a map party. And I'm like, Ugh, no one showed up. So whatever. And then, um. So Kohedi logged in. She's like, oh, man, sorry, I'm late. And I'm like, nah, we already disbanded. She's like, hmm, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know. What do you want to do? And then we're like, let's go farm Shinryu. And I'm like, okay. And there was a party up. 
There was only one farm party up at that time, and it was needed eye level 390. Soko had just like, let me go upgrade a couple pieces or whatever. She came back. There were still spots open in this 390 group. So we both joined. We went into this farm party with an eye level, eye level, excuse me, eye level 390. There was some other bullshit typed. In fact, normally I wouldn't join this party finder, but I already had it in my heart. I wanted to play content with free company members. And that's what, you know, was there. So we joined this party. Ruby, it was a fucking shit show from go. I believe it. It was terrible. It was awful. We, we pulled like three times. We didn't... People were... No one would do anything. So when you join that fight, most people who farmed it recently, the first thing you do is run to one of the four corners of the tile you start on without aggroing the boss. Because there's a part later where you have to stack with another player. I ran to my corner. Almost everyone else ran to the... There was two people standing there not running to corners. And they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, man, this is, that was like strike number one. This is going to be bad. We didn't even make it to the next, we didn't make it past the first phase. People got pushed off with the first, what's that, tsunami or whatever, that first one. People were putting the marker on the wrong spots. It was, it was a fucking shit show. All right. And I remembered the name of the party leader when I left. Kohedi and I were in voice chat and we're like, we're done. We're out. We're not going to do this. And, um. So we, I'm like, okay, so there's another one up right now, a farm. It was like eye level, something reasonable. They're like, let's farm for a while was the comment. It had a spot for a heal. I don't remember. She was DPSing. I was healing a healer and a DPS. So we bounced from that party after someone else left, went into the new party. And do you know the most hilarious thing is the leader from the previous party joined our group. Mm. Mm-hmm. He was the fucking weakest link. I wasn't going to type it. Died the entire time. Did not do well, is what mm-hmm. I will tell you. But we farmed it reasonably well. We cleared it several times. We saw whistles drop. Uh, I that felt... mofo get a whistle? No. No, Good. he did not. Uh, but, you know, report I Report me for saying that, by the way. <laughs> However, I didn't feel the need to report them. He, he died a couple times but held his own. For the most part, right? So I I wasn't like, in fact, no one else seemed crabby or anything. So playing the right content with the right people, you don't need even to run the fucking parser. Now, mind you, if you are wiping at 1% over and over again, I would definitely run a parser and see what the weakest link is. I just, you know, it's just, I don't know. I support parsers. I, they're tool, tools or tools or tool. tools. It's a hammer. I, I always, I always use hammers. A hammer, you need a hammer to build a house and you could bash someone's head with it too. But That's you know, true. you can use it for good or evil. I yes. think properly used a parser is a tool for good. I think it's ridiculous that they won't let us talk about it in game. I also believe that it should not be used to shame anyone in normal content. Well, any content shouldn't be used to shame anyone. Agreed. I'm also I think not just... going to build my party with people who only do orange parses. Yeah. Well, unless you yeah, but if you do, then they'll carry you. <laughs> just like that other guy probably that's, believed. That's probably what that 390 party was all about. Every time I hit one of those 
every time I join one of those PFs that some stupid make two mistakes and I'll kick you and it's that guy who dies eight times. Eye level won't beat mechanics unless you are in Stormblood doing a Realm Reborn content. Right. When you're 70 doing 50 content, yeah, you'll be able to blow past mechanics. But when you are doing at expansion, current expansion content, mechanics are over DPS. If you stay alive, nope. you'll do more nope. DPS. Nope. Skip, 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 What's his name? Bismarck. Bismarck. Yes. I was with a free company member and they wanted to vote kick or disband every time we didn't kill the thing Carapace. on the yeah. first jump. And I'm like, you Break don't or have to. I don't know. I don't know. It was awful. Yeah. So anyway. I think uh, the, the the end point I would like to make um, now that we've lost all our vi- – <laughs> No our one's listening for, after an hour. <laughs> for all the, all the stuff I – all the points I made. If you don't act like a douchebag openly, then I don't think you're going to have any issues. And if you do have an issue, then report back. We would love to hear your actual real-life issue if you had a real-life issue come out of something like this. But I think a uh, conservative stance is the best one. Just say Mm -hmm. your piece if you feel like something is going on. Uh, Give your friendly advice and then move on. All right, let's move on. I got more to say, yeah. but I'm going to stop. Oh, we got. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and there's a lot. We've right. still got lots more yeah, to talk about. Yeah, we have about more to talk episode. about. Uh, we we just this this morning, early early a.m. had patch four point five five, and here are the notes. Yeah. We're gonna. I'm not going to read all of the shit, but I I played some content. There is a of course, uh, Hydrados, Hydrados is in the game. We talked about it a little bit. There is a quest. It's available by the same dude who takes you to Eureka every time. So, uh, go play it. They, now, cool. okay, Ruby. So this next one, I, I almost need this tree house. This is a little, yeah, this, this is so, cute. this is furnishings from the Final Fantasy XIV furnishing design contest. I don't even remember seeing this tree house in it. I think I need mm. it. It's just, it's so awesome. Cute. Have you seen the description? It says no. like, no girls, no girls <gasps> allowed. And, and Reported. it says, and but for that matter, no boys either. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Oh no! So yeah, I I really I want that. I I have to go figure out how that's made. Uh, and this the Piazza the alarm clock is is really cute. That's cute. They added new orchestrian roles. That's kind of just always going to happen. A Manderville Gold Saucer. They've added new triple triad cards. They've added new Ooh. NPCs. Uh, there's Ooh. there's a. This is the week that they have a uh, triple triad, uh, what are they called? Tourney. Tourney. So I signed up for that. I have not looked to see who is the new triple triad opponents, but. All right. Miscellaneous in Wondrous Tales. Astro Logos entry has been changed to Rival Wings. That's, mm-hmm. they just want to kind of farm people into certain content. So that's okay. Uh, new, new emotes have been added. I have no idea what those are. Me either. Okay, that's good. that's actually good. Don't spoil me. I want to find out. Uh, okay, battle system, the Forbidden Land Eureka Hados has been added. And uh, it's item level sync 300. You have to be level 70. Eight players is a party size, blah, blah, blah. All the stuff we already know. Uh, they did add a Logos action. One additional Logogram and six new Logos actions have been added. So... 
The new one must be Sacrifice L. Oh. Restores 100% of target's HP, even if the target's KO'd. Cannot be executed if currently afflicted with Doom. Additional effect inflicts Doom on self. Interesting. I, I need to go find that. All right, Eureka Interesting. Weapons. Eureka Weapons. After fully augmenting Eureka Weapon in Pyros and getting to a certain point in the Hydrato story, you'll be able to augment your Eureka Weapon further. Uh, Geralt's there, by the way. Drake's there again. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> uh, the Eureka Armor Augmentation. Now, I don't have any Eureka Armor from previous, so but there's mm-hmm. now an Armor Augmentation. It's unlocked after your level 56. Oh, 56 unique Logos actions are registered, so that's interesting. The Happy Bunnies are back in Waterland. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> There are Notorious Monsters, of course. Those are the Fate ones. You can join the Fate train. And then we have the Open World Dungeon. The Baldazian Arsenal. How do you even say that? Mm-hmm. Say that for me. Baldizian Arsenal. Baldizian <laughs> Arsenal. So that's that's in the game now. People have tried it. I don't think anyone's beat it yet, but I haven't been following up. So it is a brutally difficult open dungeon. Now, open... It's not exactly true. It still has a limit on how many people can go in. I they they mean it's not an instance mm-hmm. in the instance, I guess. Yeah. But uh actually since it's supposed to test your metal, uh at fifty six players at once, I I'm actually okay with it being they call it an open dungeon, but it's not really a true open world dungeon, but to keep to keep it from being, you know, hundred and forty four people murder a guy. I'm okay with it. So they say the entry requirements are extremely strict as savage bosses, devious traps, and an effect that prevents resurrection by certain means all await you from within. That's the people I saw who went in. It's like, you can't, you can't raise in there Mm-mm. except for certain things, but probably this logos action that dooms <laughs> you is be. probably the only thing that'll help you. Uh, there are these eighth, Ethereal nodes. I think I saw this blue one. There was a there was a ethereal node that showed up. Uh, it wouldn't let me talk to it. It's like no, you you can't do it. There's a blue node and a red node, and they will. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's related to the atmospheric condition umbral turbulence. I don't know what that means, but there's an unstable node and a stable node. So. Uh, unstable node you have to have etheric stabilizers to acquire through various means this they're vaguing it up for us guys i don't know what any of this means i haven't read i haven't looked yet and then there are stable nodes so they'll only appear after a certain amount of time have passed following the disappearance of an unstable node so and then they talk about the resurrection restrictions they talk about withdrawal and re-entry that sounds kinky but um <laughs> so, if you choose to use return, you actually start to the or or accept the prompt to return while KO'd. You will be removed from the dungeon and transported to the expedition camp. So you'll have to then regain access to an ethereal node. So yeah, don't return unless you absolutely have to. 
they they really seem to have like doubled down on they're like this shit is hard they they tell you repeatedly in here There's like, like this they're is like, super difficult mm-hmm. danger will robinson and I just, i'm okay with that because this again though this is the eureka that's the last thing before an expansion nothing else is happening in here so yeah you know, I think that's people weren't. I'm I'm actually hoping no one clears this shit for a few days. I hope it's not like for a few days. For a yeah. few, I don't want it to be like emergency mission or whatever the fuck. I want to be able to actually do it and farm up whatever prizes there are. Uh, one of the rewards seems to be this really cool mount. This this looks badass. Osma. It's like an Ozma. Yeah, so that's cool. They even give us another warning. It's going to present unique challenges and blah, blah, blah. And it's, you know, bitterly defeating. Well, you will this be will not be easy. No, it be will prepared. not be easy. So they did make some changes to Pyros. So if you're level 51 or higher, you can get synced to 50. Yeah. The elemental EXP up buff will be applied upon entry. So that's, that's the nerf we were hoping for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can now exchange... 50 pyros crystals for the Penthesilea whatever's flame. So cool. And you can buy replicas of any of the fully augmented Eureka pyros weapons. So you can buy those. Uh, the Lologram Wisdom of the Remembered is now called Spirit of the Remembered. All right. Okay. They also drop... Well, I'm sorry. They also increase the drop rate of the commun... The, uh, the well... Suzaku's mount. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So, yay. And you can now buy it with 99 totems. I I have two, so I won't be buying that anytime soon. I, I, I foresee this will be the last mount I get because Seryu is easy. Shinryu is easy. Suzaku, I have trouble with the DDR section because of my lag, I think. Mm-hmm. I I can like watch the wall and which way the bird is flying and know where I'm supposed to stand. If it's it's going to be purple next, so I have to stand on blue, and then it's going to be too too yellow, so I stand there after they both explode. I know how to do it. I can be standing in the right spot, dead. It's irritating, but anyway, uh, yeah. So you can, if you if you've been farming the shit out of that, you can uh, buy it now. Buy them out now. The drop... I was surprised by this one, Ruby. Me too. Yeah, so so the community fife in the Wreath of Snakes has been increased. May, Already. May, maybe that's not unusual, but it, it seems... Honestly, I, I cleared that fight. I farmed it for a while. And then I'm like, well, I still don't have some other whistles. So I'm like, mm, I'll come back later. It's been it's been increased now, so maybe I just go back. Yeah, I just don't remember Zervon being increased that quickly. No, maybe it by maybe. like five six or five seven or something. I could see them doing it as the last nerf beforehand to give everybody a chance as one of the last. But that yeah, this is uh, this is here. It's done. Uh, but you can't buy it with uh, to- Not yet. totems yet. So. It seems that early. may be the last well, nerf. Well, well, yeah. We'll see. But I think though we have this la- this patch four point five. All the patches after it are chopped up very small. So, yeah. um, you know, 
I'm doing a chopping action with my hand. You can all see me. Follow I can along. see it. I can see, see it. So- <laughs> we're at least promised two more. A five six for sure is going to be the next story. Mm-hmm. And then five seven, I think we've is been it told. World we're visit? Get a five, I don't know. World visit is five seven. I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. But yeah, this is going to have more of the smaller patches than we've ever had before. So I'm assuming. I'm assuming that one of the smaller patches will be letting you get uh, the wreath of snakes mount with totems, and I'm assuming. I'm honestly assuming some more eureka nerfs in there too. But all right. PvP, they've changed some PvP actions. I don't know, apparently Paladin needed a buff. <laughs> Warrior needed a debuff. <laughs> Monk needed a debuff. Yeah, so there, there were some, some changes. Uh, season 12 has ended and preseason will begin. So if you are interested in that, go to the Feast Quartermaster at the Wolves Den Pier at X49Y57. Rival wings. Oh, Ruby, I can't talk about this shit. You need you d- tell me all you know about this. Absolutely nothing. It's a bunch of fucking robots. <laughs> it's Rock'em Sock'em rolling around, and I don't even know what's going on. I killed a bunch of these like little Vikings and Maguses that are coming out, <laughs> and I didn't know what the fuck was happening. So it, it, it's forty-eight people, uh, red versus blue. The map is pretty small. It's kind of like a little hexagon. Like there's a, a north and a south and then there's a northeast, northwest, southeast, southwest and a deal in the middle. The train goes across. I had not been run over by it yet. I hear the warriors are having a great time home-ganging people on the tracks. It does do the little doot-doot and the, you've got the the red signal when the train's about to go by and it's very busy. There's shit going on all the time. It's small enough that you're not just lost in space out there. So – um, you know, without going too deep into it, because I don't know what the fuck is going on, I, I probably need to read this so I can understand. I've been seeing stuff like you're getting ceruleum tanks when you're in here, so there's things about these loading stations, occupying a loading station, controlling a loading station. So I'm sure there's some mechanics in here about controlling these things so that you've got more ceruleum that's that's going through and increasing the soaring stack. So that's what I kept seeing. Is the soaring stacks increasing? And it says there are four types of supplies. For the first half of the match, Ceruleum Engine will deliver main Ceruleum tanks, Gobby Juice, and Gob Tank keys at random. In the second half, they will only deliver deliver Gob crates. Each type grants its own benefits and increases the soaring stack of the team. And it lists the the different stacks. I still don't understand no, what these no, give you in general. Sense. None of that makes any sense to me. Not- this is about as complicated as Mahjong is to me at this point. So I'm <laughs> like, uh, but at least I know I can kill people in this. So uh, I joined in. I did not see the goblin mercenary. I didn't see this random fuck run around and attack anybody. So I, I missed that, but I'm sure he was there and mm. maybe he lives in the center I didn't get very far into the center because the other team always had it occupied, so I, I didn't get an opportunity to do that. I'm looking to maybe read this and understand a little better and then hopefully get into a match where some people who actually will say, like, here's what we need to do, folks, and then you know I can learn I'm, some stuff. I'm going to treat it like Mahjong and just play it. Until I understand it, I'm hoping. There you go. I, I want to do Brute that a force. bit. I, well, I want to – I kind of want to get – I don't love PvP, but they're spending time and energy on it, and they're making it sounds like more interesting other than just go out and, like, 
murder each other. That there's yeah, another. I'm not going to say I didn't have fun. It actually was entertaining, and I and I like Shatter. You know, for the other mm-hmm. that other mode, I used to like that one because it's a mix of killing people so they don't shatter the crystals, and then being able to also shatter. And as a as a um, summoner, you know, I can throw dots on mm-hmm. one and then go move to the other and go back and forth. So I, I have a good time with this. It's just when you lose because you don't understand the mechanics. That's that's the frustrating part. And of course, it also lists in here that Astrologos is gone for the for the time being. Right. You can't even queue for it anymore because they want people to try Hidden Gorge. Now they're both well, under the category Rival Wings because it's all Rival Wing stuff, but they want people to do Hidden Gorge well, now. And it's I the can new see hotness. why. So, like I well, I've talked in the last week about doing a PvP night. I think a couple of people in the free company talked about it, and it's like, is it Snick? I can't remember. But there's like, mm-hmm. let's go do PvP. And you know, people come back with, well, it's hard to queue up for it as a group. And, and that's true. That's one of the, we've done PvP nights before, but you can't get it to fucking pop if you have an eight man group. Right. Right. So now, right now it will. And right now it will. And I think that's why I kind of understand them locking stuff out. So we focus on the new stuff. Now that can't, that I hope that doesn't stay. And I think they've done a very good thing with the daily, your daily roulette changes mm-hmm. for PvP. So they're trying to focus us down to, if you wanted to do PvP and have your Q pop, there you go. Just, just, just go for whatever's the flavor of the day. So. And I can imagine maybe they would make a third and final rival wings at some point and then make a rival rings, rival wings roulette. And maybe one for the like, what's the other mode to- called? I the shatter I and the the whatever all those are called. The uh, front lines, front lines roulette. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then a feast roulette, maybe or something at some point. So um, I, I see where they're going with it. Um, I like what you're saying uh, the, when they reduce the number of PvP modes so that people are funneled into something else. So right now, get it while it's hot because a month from now. I don't know. Well, and there's we'll there's still minions and hairstyles and glamour gear I want out of that shit. So I do have to get off my ass and do it. Now, I did the Garo event. I do have a full – I have two titles and a full set of gear for two. Oh, I ended up with like six titles or something, dude. I got a oh, bunch man. of shit. Oh, man. See, I, I didn't – I went crazy. No, uh, I didn't go crazy, but I did I did go. I almost played entirely Shatter. So whatever front lines. But – all right, we do have some new items. People who played Eleven, I think, will remember this lovely. Outfit. I think this is Vermilion cloak. Vermilion cloak, right? That's the mage cloak. I I have seen, uh, as much as I complained about spoilers earlier tonight, I have seen since uh, some of the items listed. And yeah, there again, it should be no surprise. All of Eureka is supposedly supposed to be 11 like but it's nothing like mm-hmm. 11 but they threw a lot of 11 gear into it so there's there's some yeah. neat looking stuff uh this mount is this you riding this mount what oh, is this no no her hair's not purple sweetie oh okay yeah you are mistaken this, same hairstyle oh though right my God. uh not right now no i have i have a different hairstyle. that's my original hairstyle though yes oh, that yeah. that ponytail that's the original yelta hairstyle uh this this mount i need it with I need it so much. It looks like an axolotl with wings. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. What we kill those somewhere else, but they don't look nearly that happy. 
This is cute. This minion I also need. Oh my god, it's those I yep. don't remember what they're called. They're that first fate in Pagos, I think. Pagos, yeah. Yeah, yeah the little it Starts with a Y. They're y- Yuki something. They're like little they're little snowballs with a little thatch roof on them. I don't know. They're adorable. I need this. I need this so much. All right. Uh, system changes. All of this is not going to be any surprise. They've put new achievements, new text commands, new phrases to the Adder Translate Dictionary. There's new music. I'm going to sneeze. Bless you. <laughs> All right. This one's weird. You can no longer delete a character that was logged out while in a duty. That Okay. I don't understand that, but I'm 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 wondering if there's some back end database issues that were like mm. anyway, this next one was exciting. The server backup function now has cross platform support between the Windows slash Mac and PlayStation 4 versions. So mm. you people who play on both, and my husband, Ulf does, he plays on his Windows 10 laptop and he plays on his PlayStation 4. But it's not good times when he has to, if he changes his, you know, menu bar bars or something on one, it does not copy over. So it, apparently now it's supposed to. So they do mention the feature is still in the beta testing phase. So it might not be fully compatible yet, but I, I love that they're, this is a quality of life thing they need to do. So I'm happy about it. All right got some resolved issues i don't understand most of these there was a domain mahjong one where tiles in the discard pile would be grayed out after declaring Ricci under certain conditions i don't know what that means but uh so there was one if you were using performance action and you would be displayed standing upright with no music playing if the character display limit had been exceeded that's kind of funny to me all right uh I don't know. Go go read these. There was a Blue Mage one uh, when submitting... And then there was one for submitting items for supply and provisioning as a Blue Mage. Wouldn't give you the right amount of XP. At an issue wherein characters could not change to Blue Mage while in the Ivory Chapel. That one tickled me. I don't know. There's some more. This mount's not the right size. Free company members. Oh, this one is a big deal. Large free companies, ours isn't one, but large free companies, when you would bring up the member list, it would only show you the first page. You could mm-hmm. not look at the second page. So people couldn't kick in actives or, or promote people or demote people or whatever. They could not interact with them if they were on the second page at all. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, This next one is also a huge deal. I remember reading this earlier. An issue wherein attempting to blacklist a character via the chat log would result in a different character being added to the blacklist. Yikes. Right? Go, guys, everyone who's blacklisted anyone lately, go go look at your blacklist because, Jesus, I would feel horrible. Do you know how bad I would... Now, mind you, do you remember when we were playing doing maps and we had this person and she was pissing me off and I blacklisted her and I laughed when I could see that she was the leader of a party in the party finder and I couldn't join her stuff because it was grayed out. Uh-huh. So that was funny. But <laughs> talking about Kitty God? Kitty God. Yes, exactly. But if I was like trying to like do a farm party for Sari or something and I'm like why I'm 
why had why did they blacklist me? What if I was accidentally blacklisted erroneously? That's awful. Go look at your blacklist and you can't remember why you blacklisted them. Maybe clean that out. P.S. I was probably drunk. Sorry. <laughs> All right. An issue where the attack names Vein Splitter and Constant... I don't know how to say that. Were switched during the quest battles for In Crimson It Begins and the time between the seconds. Okay. They fucked up some names. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Also, other various issues have been addressed. <laughs> Oh, no. All right. There's also some known issues. I don't... Actually, I've just today used the Magia auto Magia attack and Magia defend uh, slash commands. But uh, there's apparently some problems with that. The sub command will just result in the Magia board. Just spinning, spins the board for just you. Just spins it. And that's no good because you only have five spins. Uh, apparently, petrification is not removed. Even when the boss that casts it is defeated, so. Uh, oh, Hydrazos also has problems with the visual effects for certain monsters. Do not display correctly when they attack. I think I saw that today, Ruby. Hmm. I was I was fighting something, and I kept dying, and there was no AoE. There was no nothing. Now, mind you, according to his cast bar, I should have realized it was a swipe or something gotten out of the way, but... Uh, if it was supposed to have, and I'm okay with things not having AOEs on the ground, right? I've done fights and enjoyed them, but I didn't expect that in Eureka, so maybe maybe I did see this bug. Apparently the uh, new Eureka Hydrators map, certain text is incorrect, so don't... <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, apparently the challenge log has entries for prepare to dice and luck be a lady tonight incorrectly reference astrologos astrologos rather than rival wings it is however a text only issue it will still be counted correctly in the challenge log makes sense yeah uh an issue where the gamepad button commands are not displayed correctly when navigating free company member lists longer than two pages yeah these things happen so anyway, that there, it was a small patch. In fact, I'm, I'm still laughing, Ruby, that you're like, so it's a patch week. We're not going to podcast, right? And I'm like, dude, it's PvP in Eureka. We could totally I'm podcast. still confused that they put the story in 5.6. I yep. want to say 3.55 was the second half of the uh, Heavensward story not 3.56 so that's really what's messed me up with it is that why wasn't story Mm -hmm. put in the 5.5 but you know big deal i guess it's also because you've got japanese fan and i think it's because of fan fest didn't they they've even said that there's stuff in the full trailer they can't show us till we see the story right i I think the eight man has a lot to do with that too yeah yeah indeed all right so that's it Long-winded patch 4.55. We have a reminder. I have a reminder. This is my reminder. This is this is Klaus from Phoenix Down Radio's reminder. Uh, Distant Worlds is coming to Minneapolis on March 1st. And uh, Klaus is uh, throwing a get-together pre-show meetup. It's at the Rock Bottom Restaurant and Brewery. That's on Hennepin Avenue in Minneapolis, go to, well, we can link it, but it's, it's an event on Facebook. There are six going and five interested right now. So I may 
get to meet more interesting people. So join Klaus from Phoenix Sun Radio before the show, meet up with other Final Fantasy fans, and have a good time before the show starts. I've gone to these pre-show things with him before, and it's been so much fun. So please, please, please don't just be like, I'm too shy. I can't go. I don't want anyone to see me in the real world. Uh, we're, we're a pretty chill group. Very, very friendly. Very, very excited to meet you. So if you're going to distant worlds in Minneapolis, come, come and say hi. All right. Another reminder is our contest. We have yeah. the GTFFXIV Mail Viera Drawing Contest. Now, I've changed the name of this. Yelta. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's I Show Your Bunny Boy. Show. You did not type that in the notes. So well, you cut fired. and paste this from the one before. <laughs> So this is this is the show your bunny boy contest. We've we've made some tweets out. This is a Twitter contest. Again, we want more Twitter followers, but you're not required to follow us for this. You're just required to tweet us what you think a male Vieira should they be in Shadowbringers should look like if they're in Shadowbringers. So we don't care how you get it to us. Well, we care how you get it to us. It needs to be on Twitter. We don't care what medium you use. You can pencil draw something. You can go to Microsoft Paint and put it in there. You can uh, – I don't care if you Photoshop something. There, there were some fo- disturbing screenshots that were altered I think. That yeah. Were I, you know, I don't mind if you Photoshop. I don't care if you cut out pieces of magazine and tape them to something and take a picture of it with your phone and put it on Twitter. We don't care. As long as it's to us on Twitter and it's been tweeted to the at GTFFXIV Twitter account, you have the chance to win one of three wind-up cloud minions. And we're going to pick our favorite of, of the three. Um, we're going to pick something that either makes us laugh or turns us on or makes me throw up or something you have to hey, it's got to be you don't have to be at you don't have to be a digital artist or other ways no we don't do care this. about that so i i will i will take you know how ta- artistic talent in bunny origami I, 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 I'll, I'll take matter. artistic talent into the thing but if i will take unique interesting ideas honestly you know also will be if you have to yeah, draw it and paint, yeah, do it. It is a factor. And the contest ends March 1st. So get your entries into us before March 1st. We will do our judging on March 1st. And uh, we will tweet out the winners and we'll DM the uh, the winners their uh, their cl- their wind-up cloud meetings. We only have two entries right now, so we need some more mm, entries. Yeah, two people it. have got it, and I got a, a cloud in my back pocket. So we, we need some winners here, folks. Well, and I've already bought and used my cloud minions, so I can't even take any leftovers. So. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't want leftovers. We want no you people leftovers. to win. We want. We want to give this shit away. All right, what's on tap? Developers blog and trackers. Uh, a couple of these are like already stuff we talked about, but the first one is Shadowbringers pre-orders now available. They talk about the baby gremlin minion. They talk about the Aetherite earring. Uh, pre-order bonus number two is early access to Shadowbringers. So, oh, yeah. you know, you, was it June, July 2nd is release date, but June 28th is early access. That reminds me, I have to go take some vacation days off from work mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. mama's taking her vacation. I don't golf. So here you go. <laughs> 
Oh, there's a video. There's an exclusive PSN theme. Furthermore, when you pre-order from the PlayStation 4, you will get the following exclusive pre-order bonuses as well. That's That's nice. I don't like the little... The the Omega icon thingies here, but I do like it shows Omega flying around on that PSN oh, no, theme. It's cute. Yeah, that part's cute. Some Going of it alpha. looks. Some of it doesn't look that great though. I don't know. Uh, uh-uh. Tonberries are chasing them in front of uh, Wonders Palace thing. <laughs> oh, some minions. Wow, cool, cool. However, I I do love its um, Alpha and Omega. It's mm-hmm. so cute. Now people people have been reporting that there's there's apparently a lot of places if if you play 14 especially a lot of like ARR and whatever zones that you can you can actually see them exploring and adventuring. It's cute. Uh you also can get an exclusive PSN Dark Knight avatar. Mm-hmm. Oh, he been looking hot. Yep. Mhm. Warrior of Darkness. Mm-hmm. So uh, once you get your pre-order code, you had you have to take that code, put it into the redemption site. Then you're going to get your pre-order. Uh, well, you're going to get an. Well, here's the thing. Ulf and I just did this. You you get your pre-order code. You take it to the redemption site. You get another code in which you enter into the Mog Station. Now people talked about like it's extremely convoluted or something, but they've done this forever, and I think it's for security reasons. I'm assuming there's some sort of code security generation reasons they do this, but uh, it's it's not really that bad. And honestly, the uh, instructions have told me exactly what to do. So don't don't be don't be scared. The next blog post is taking on the trial by shadow. This is talking about the primal Zep Tour 2018 trial by shadow. Uh, their 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 Blu-ray. And to go check it out and pick up your copy, blah blah blah. We already talked about that. So there, there's some, there's some nice pictures in here. I do like seeing these pictures. I I love Silken. I should have abducted him how many years ago in that elevator. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's there's this one picture of him holding up the thing to make himself mm-hmm. look like one of those um automatone whatever they're yes. called. Yes, um, automatones, automata. And then there's Au Revoir, Final Fantasy fourteen fan festival in Paris. So they talk about Fan Festival in Paris, a couple of screenshots of Yoshi P in his Gunbreaker gear. And then they have some pictures and talk about the oh, this cosplay contest, guys. People, oh, oh my God, stuff. I just can't even. There's so many good ones. There's so many good ones. So uh, go go check these out. We've got everything from Blue Mages. We've got Matoya. It's just so good. And then they talk about the Susan Calloway and Benjamin, uh, <coughs> excuse me, the uh, musical performances. And they talk about all the different uh, mini games. And uh, we have archery and <laughs> riding a bucking behemoth. Oh, so it looks like they had a really good time. Man, okay, so that screenshot further down, that looks like Rocker's Reach to me. Now, at the American Fan Fest, we had a section that looked like um, the new city. My brain shut off. Oh, Kugane. Kugane. So we had Kugane. We had Kugane. And got, got, yes, this is Raugar's Reach. Reach. 
That's cool. Nice. Japan will have both. Mm, no, Japan will have something that's like very cool. I also want all of this next part. I want, I want the gabu. I want the corker keychain. I want all the little sayings within the green and red auto translate. I, I want all of this. But I couldn't go to Paris that day, so. Oh. Aww. I was gonna I was gonna drop in, mm, but I just yeah. couldn't make. I had was, a I was gonna I charter my private, you know, airplane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they talk about next year. Next year. Next year. Uh, the goodie bag. Oh, these buttons are cute. So they had, they had a mm-hmm. they had a goodie bag, and they had. Ooh, a lot. They had the Feast Regional Championships. That's awesome. It just look, and then they they have more pictures there of the Primals concert. Yoshi P again in in his biako kimono. Oh, he's just mm-hmm. asking for it. Mm-hmm. Paper rock shotgun. They did not like that, and I'm like, it's surreal, but it's amazing and awesome. I really, really enjoy the fact that you know. Video games. Are... I heard more dumb journalists got invited this oh, one too. Oh no, really? I didn't. I didn't get as we didn't get as many stories out of it like the paper rock shotgun thing. But I, I also heard that some some not savory. Some people uh, don't get it. Interviews. I feel like some people don't get it. I feel like okay. So Ulf and I like to go to the movies, but I occasionally will read a movie review, and I've started learning whether or not sometimes they send the person who does not like superhero movies they only like romantic comedies but they send them to a superhero movie to review it and they give it a bad review of course because they don't like that kind of movie anyway that's what i feel like they do here Mm -hmm. they're like they send people who don't really understand or are even open to the community or the event or whatever so anyway oh i'm I'm tingly to talk about these next ones let's take some shots Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. So we have these are interesting. This is this is like spoilery, glitchy stuff, but I, it's been everywhere today. But uh, we're going to specifically yeah. talk. We, we're pulling oh, up the gamers, and, and game. I suppose we should disclaim: if you don't want to hear about potential spoilers, put your fingers in your ears right now, or mute oh, us la, la, for, la, for eight minutes. Yeah, something something to that effect. Because we're going to share a. Something that was on Gamerscape that was just released today, in fact, uh, about a glitch because of the French um, localization team that may share something about uh, the race coming up. And a uh, we also have another spoiler right after that from somebody that we don't know who they are, but they may be on the mm-hmm. inside or used to be on the inside that is going to confirm some stuff. So – for the next eight minutes, you might want to fast forward if you don't want to hear this stuff. But if you if you want some juicy deets, keep listening. So the the first one here, Yelta, this is talking about. Well, I just I guess we can read straight up from Gamerscape because it's very short. Today on the Final Fantasy XIV subreddit, user ValDCX posted some screenshots showing a new text glitch that seems to have developed for the French localization of the game. The text where it's supposed to only mention the current race of the player interacting with the NPC, it instead shows the name of all the races. So if you look at the screenshot, it's got like Mr. and Mrs. Cure, Mr. and Mrs. Rogadin, Mr. and Mrs. Lalafell. Yeah, everybody. Everybody. 
And it also includes the recently announced Viera, and here's the spoiler, as well as a new race we haven't heard of yet, the Hrothgar. After the reveal of the Viera during the Paris Fan Festival keynote, players were questioning whether or not there would be a playable male Viera. Rumors have also suggested a second all-male race, which is beginning to seem more likely now that this glitch has been discovered. We'll have to wait until Tokyo Fan Fest to hear more about male Viera and the Rothgar Tokyo Fan Fest is on March 23rd and March 24th. So this actual screenshot when we go to it, I can't I don't speak French, but again when you go into it and people have discovered like what the glitch is that mm-hmm. some something in the in the coding mm-hmm. had the wrong the differentiation well, here. And it lists and all it, of them and one of them is L E LE like the, right in French, mm-hmm. Rothgar. And then it yeah. says "à la crème majestique," so that apparently translates to. Oh my god, I lost it. It's like a, a lion's beard. Oh yes, yeah, and we actually get some more information, I think, in the in the next one. But but we're hearing lion's beard or cat like, or people are kicking around the idea again that the Ronzo mm-hmm. may be the playable male. Um, it, it's I I in these shots, I think I saw another where it it may be le and la or uh, I don't know French and I don't know the 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 male versus v, female. Uh, words that go in French, but oh, so um, like a his versus hers. Yeah, his versus her. But the ones I'm looking at here just says it once. It doesn't have him slash her next to it. So I think the big takeaway from this, without trying to figure out if it's male Vieira, but is that there is another race. Yeah, that's included yeah. It here. it it does not say a male Vieira. It says a male other thing. Is what I think the bottom line kind of is is it sounds like it's something else called a rothgar now rothgar come is a king and beowulf but i don't know how it translates into this game so that's interesting right and it exactly. and it's a proper name i think in it's capitalized yeah, here it's, just like the other races are in, in this thing it just I don't know. It doesn't confirm us male Vieira is or isn't in the game. It just tells us that there is another race. Well, it could be. Could could it be a completely fucking troll? I mean, could they have actually been like, y'all just, y'all just data mine our shit anyway? So we're just gonna put in. Yokotaro told them to put troll stuff in there. There's a red herring. Yeah, I don't know. Possibly, maybe. But but why leak that? Why leak that? Well. And I can understand from a lore standpoint why they wouldn't do male Viera, but they one of the things from 1.0 to 2.0 they did is fix the race restrictions, right? Mm-hmm. The sex slash race restrictions. Why? Why would they put that back in? The first thing well, you're going to hear is screaming, why can't I have a sexy bunny boy, right? Our, and then they're going to say – Our entire contest <laughs> lays on this. Well, they're going to – see, this is the whole ploy here. Okay. So they don't release Male Vieira, and instead they released Rothgar, and all the people in game start cussing and acting a fool over it. Well, now with the new terms of service, oh, they, they can, they're can gonna just ban just, all these bastards. They're going to just ban everyone. They're just going to like – They're cleaning house. Yeah, yeah. How many of those are – 
By the way, I was going to say – I got you figured out, Yoshi P. I was going to say while we're refugees, but I have to tell you, I don't know how many times in the last two weeks – that last WoW expansion or whatever must have been bad. We have so mm-hmm. many people who are like, hi, I played WoW for 12 years, but I can't. So, Well, we had a lot of bad Blizzard news even today oh, with layoffs, layoffs and stuff, right? which is terrible. Oh there's gosh. a lot of bad coming out of Activision Blizzard these days, and there, there's just – it's it's not looking good anytime soon. But I have heard the exact same thing that – uh Battle for Azeroth was about two weeks of fun, and it's just – and so people are now like – they were waiting for the vanilla WoW, and now they're just totally put off by Blizzard altogether. It's it's not good right now. So we may see an even greater influx into 14, which might be why they, <laughs> they corrected their terms of service. Uh, we're getting to, all these to, WoW to refugees. So. I don't mm-hmm. know, yeah. no. no orcs in our game. No, there are no orcs. Anyway. So we have another leak. Yeah, yeah. We got another deal from an unknown. We, we don't know. I don't know who this but, person but it's, is. It's, a, it's, it's an anime icon. It looks like an anime icon girl. The, at the very okay. bottom, they say they play on Tonberry as a female Ellison. But this is someone claiming to have worked for SE but no longer does. And they say that the leaker – this is another spoiler, by the way. The leaker, Blue Fever – who, mind you, has been, for the most part, 100% or 99.8% right about all the shit he posted. He posted hmm. Blue Mage stuff. He posted some other stuff. And uh, this 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 new person, who I'm uh, new to me, it, it has said that the company was really mad when Blue Fever posted their shit and Yoshida San was mad and sent out angry emails and blah, 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 blah. And uh, they, now there's apparently Discord leaks. This person's taking a uh, claim that they're the source of the Discord leaks and that the person they chatted with took the, their words and made them their own. And they, they're they the ones who came out and said Blue Mage was a caster. And they they are saying that – and this is, this is today, guys. So they're saying that Kirin Sosod and Vermilion Cloak are in Hydados. And that there is no male Viera playable. Mm. Now, mind you, no male Viera being playable doesn't mean we will never see any, right? There might mm-hmm. be male Viera. There's the art. We art. already know yeah. there's male Viera art in this game. Yeah. That and this person's saying there is a second race, and it's not Ronzo. That was my first guess. Ronzo, mm-hmm. Blue Mage, Final Fantasy X. This person says people are stupid if they think Ronzo. They mm. are a Barakat race. They are new to 14. They are male only. So I had to look up Barakat mm-hmm. to look this up. And when I looked it up, what I got was the image of this one dude from Pokemon Sun, Sun Moon. and yeah. Moon. Yeah. This is the guy that was in – he's in Smash Brothers, this big uh, wrestling-looking – uh, dude, what is his name in Smash Brothers? I got, no I got to look this guy up. What is, what his name is in this Incineroar? So it's the big red dude. That's what, that's what we're kind of looking at. Which kind of goes back to this. What is the lion's mane situation that we've got going on there? Because this guy looks like a big cat, and I can see how people might be confused if it's Ronzo, 
because they kind of are big and furry or whatever. But if it's not Ronzo and it's this big, this big cat, it's still it's wild. They also mentioned the Crystal Tower is in the story. Expect many new cats. Hmm. I don't know. It's related somehow, maybe. I don't know. Do you remember the Crystal Star- Tower story? We locked a cat boy in there. I didn't expect there oh, yeah. to be a cat lady in there. And then now we have all these cats. But anyway, uh, yes, they say the other dancer, the other class is dancer, 200% dancer, right? Huh. Huh. I, I was, I was kind of, kind of surprised by that. Not really. I, I mean, I expected dancer, but. Anyway. Like my heart expected dancer, but then it, some for some reason I thought maybe they throw us a something different. Yeah. So uh, they they say I think everyone will be surprised by dancer. So so is it not a healer? Because if there's not a healer, so maybe it's I not. Might, I might fucking riot. Mama Yelta needs another fucking healer to level. I can see them pulling some shit though, Yelta. Mm. I could see them pulling mm. dancers arranged or something weird. Well, as long as we get a geomancer healer or some other fucking healer, but dancer, dancer would be fun. We don't. Have- can you imagine that? Maybe Shadowbringers. Maybe the whole point of Shadowbringers is to drive us all to the dark side, mm-hmm. so they don't bring us a new healer. They don't give us male Vieira. They don't give us all the things that we that we wanted, and everybody's just raging. And the whole point is to set up the TOS and piss <laughs> I everybody you off. Like, just and he turns Yoshida turns us all into Dark Knight. We have no, to fight against no, the light. See, we have to fight see, against the ser- terms of service. Their servers can't take all these new players, so they're just gonna like enrage the assholes and kick them off the server. Right. It'll, pro- there you go. it'll probably be me. <laughs> anyway, this person also says, no, I will not say anything about the Shadowbringer story. I myself am a fan of 14 and will not hurt others with spoilers. Uh, let's see. Apparently all, all the, the male, male Vieras idiots hurt, hurt, hurt their brain. brain. Uh, I don't know. Oh, and I'm sorry, Mr. Happy, but they threw some shade here. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Happy has a spot in content creators of 14. Yeah. But apparently I don't this, this, this person's like, Nope. So that's interesting. That, that, well, that, that was, that was part of this. Maybe fact in the bottom part is just opinion. Yeah, so we will see if, if dancer is 200%, we will see if Ronzo is not the case. And instead it is Barakat, AKA, uh, what is this new thing called? Rothgar. Ro- yeah. Rothgar. AKA Incineroar from from Pokemon, and um, we'll see if if uh, if there's any truth to this. Apparently, Vermilion Cloak was true in mm-hmm. Hydados. Apparently, this this blue leak, you know, this stuff was was true before, even though they said people didn't like it. Okay, I, so I didn't we'll I didn't want to believe some of that stuff, but it was, and I've been following that Blue Fever stuff, and it's like I don't want to believe it, but okay. So, all right, let's let's move on. Let's be happy. Happy hour listener questions and fan mail. I got a tweet, uh, a direct message on Twitter. Thank you so much. I, they said, I love your podcast. Been catching up with early episodes. Keep up the great, great work. Skull. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Mithrin Scarlet. Oh, Mithrin. I hate what you say, but I think you might be right. They say multiple new jobs for Stormblood. So I don't think it will be more than two for Shadowbringers. Especially after blue, 
You might be right. Two is a multiple, but it makes me unhappy. And they were talking about 5.0, so they can't count blue. That's where I feel. But you're probably Mm -hmm. right. It makes me incredibly unhappy and sad. So, yeah, I could see them saying, well, we gave you two damage dealers and then we gave you blue. So here have a... And I think, I agree, we need a tank and a healer, but... If the, if the, their new pattern might be two jobs per patch, and I'm sorry. Okay, so everyone on the internet who's like, well, we have enough jobs, right? There's no more Final Fantasy jobs that we might want in Bullshit. this game. Have you seen, but have you seen those posts, Ruby? I have, no. se- I have seen those posts where they're like, well, we don't really need more jobs. We don't need, oh, I not- could name at least 10 more jobs no, in this game. I could, cram in I in could some 10, way 10 more just using, Games I don't even play. For, uh, Final Fantasy games I don't really play much. There are there's calculator, geomancer. I'm not. I don't know. Yeah. You know, and then my, could we have some unique jobs? Maybe new to fourteen. Yeah. My fear for for Shadowbringers and going back to the salt thing is if you bring us only two jobs, but you also bring us two races. That uh, I don't think people are going to be too happy with We that. may question your decisions on spending your resources. Well, it's, what it would tell – yeah, what it would tell me is it's easier for us to make pretty things and make them move in 3D arts or whatever, and you know, re- whatever they and program And redesign with. every fucking piece of gear in the game. Then it then we are for doing mathematics and coming up with reasonable skills with correct weights for their stats and all that. I mean, they need to hire some mathematicians or some people who know how the battle systems work if they're if they're thinking that it's easier to come up with all these new models than it is to balance your your mechanics and balance balance your stats. That's there, that's there, scary to me. Well, there are fifteen numbered final fantasy games right there are mm-hmm. more if you count 10 to or 13 sure. to, whatever there are so many interesting and intriguing job ideas there are also many beastmen races in 14 and outside of 14 they could use that are you know to add more content but it makes me fucking crazy that anyone would say well we don't why would we have more tanks? Well, okay, yeah. if you joined the game a year ago, you might be like, well, three tanks is enough. But as someone who's been playing forever and has all the three tanks leveled up, honestly, I don't even have finished I haven't even finished my melee DPS, but you know what? I would welcome a new one if they could make it cool and interesting and unique and balanced and whatever. We're not done with jobs. This game, I'm hoping, has many more years in it. They keep talking about they're only how many percent through the original 1.0 storyline. Right. Right? Like at the halfway mark or 60% no, were like mark 60% of this arc. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more than half, but it's like, ugh. they're like they, Yoshi P keeps saying, we have ideas out for the next couple of years. I hope those ideas. Uh, my great, my greatest wish is those ideas include something out of the four colored. We have 
blue tanks, we have green healers, and we have red DPS. No, we need a purple. I, we need well, a purple well, debuffing I'm, I'm, or, or some I was kind thinking of orange or yellow. Actually, I was thinking okay, yellow. Sure. I was like, yellow would be like support class. Either have crowd control or p- almost pure, duffs, pure buffs and debuffs. We're not too... We talked about... We, Ruby, we talked about this shit on sequence break. We're like, mm-hmm. we're not too stupid to have a support class. Okay. Right. Let's rant on that more. Mithra and Scarlet, I hear you and I, I, I agree with you, but it makes me angry. All right. I also got a, we got gathered together. We got a email from our bosom buddy, Bill Mardigan. They, he says, Hey, Ruby and Yelta, I was wondering what your opinions are on New Game Plus, either you, in your experience in other games and what you expect in this game. Will there be rewards? Will we get to level up a class we haven't leveled any other way? Uh, do you think it will include 1.0 in some form or another, even if it takes place in current G- AORZ and geography? I always wish I could play f- through the just the story from 1.0, and I think this is when they should add it. It would give people a chance to go back and see Minfelia as she was in 1.0, and Minfelia didn't exist by the way in 1.4. It was a she had a whole another name. What was her name? Acilia. Acilia, and get that whole story going at, into Shadowbringers. Thanks from your bosom buddy, Bill Mardigan. Okay, here's what I think. Here's my honest take on what New Game Plus will be. I think it will be an expansion on the book in your in-room. I think you will pick a quest. You will get to play through it. Take your screenshots and leave. I don't think, I don't even think they're going to put rewards in it. Maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe they'll put an achievement or something. With something or whatever, maybe the, you know, maybe they'll put some more fucking raven's wing earrings in there because, you know, some of us actually work for that shit just to make us mad. But I don't. Now put the Dalamid horn in it. Oh my god, Ruby. I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a organism march if that happens. Let's do it. Uh, but no, I do not think it will include 1.0 content. Right. I don't think it's going to be there. I think New Game Plus will be... Okay, I've played games that let you reset your... I played uh, Defiance. Defiance, at some point you could say, I want to start over with the quests. And it put it basically reset my character at its current level at, at I've never done a quest. And it was cool and interesting and whatever, but you, I don't, I don't even remember. I don't think you even got rewards. I mm. think they will not assign awards, rewards to New Game Plus. Right? What if I could keep farming a certain stretch of quest? They actually talked about New Game Plus and how you could jump in, redo some quests, and then just, like, throw it away and do something else. It's not actually a solid save point in my mind. Do you feel like that? Yeah. 
I, I I agree with a a lot with what you're saying. I haven't even thought about as far as Bill has thought into any of this. My whole thing with the new game plus is I'm I'm thinking it's paving the way to making some offline mode of this game where at some point in Final Fantasy XIV's future that it's not going to be online forever, but they're still going to want this to be a numbered Final Fantasy for people to play. And they're going to want a way for people to do – if you do Noob Game Plus, how are you going to do that with content that requires other people to to do it with you? I'm interested to see what the eight-man or four-man content would be for any of these things that, that have to do with New Game Plus. Is it going to involve other people or will it heavily involve your trusts? So something with a mix of the trust system – and this is way later. I'm not talking about mm-hmm. 5.0, but way later. It's a mix of the trust system, and I'm sure it'll be expanded upon expansion after expansion, and the way they treat New Game Plus. I would not be surprised by an 8.0 or or after that uh, that Final Fantasy 14 could be complete, played completely offline, and that be a selling point at some point down the road. It, it's like say, an MMO, but it's an MMO. Pretend, but if you don't but have everyone's friends. NPCs. Yeah, and if no, and nobody can play this with you for because there's nobody playing on these servers. I mean, look at Eleven still thrives in some degree, but I mean, of course they've shrunk all the all all the servers and they've merged and merged and merged. And you have to, you know, everybody says, well, you got to go to this one server if you want to actually have some interaction or what have you. Uh, and there's going to be a point in fourteen that it's going to be like that. And I think there's probably a long term plan that says. If you were to disconnect the internet, would you be able to play Final Fantasy XIV? And would, could there be a way that you could play New Game Plus and be able to play through the story without requiring other people? And I think at some point they will. I think they're going to keep this as a numbered MMO in the sense that you're going to be able to play this. Is New Game Plus that gateway? I don't know. But in my mind, when I... When I'm taking a shower and I'm daydreaming about mm-hmm. whatever, that's one of the things that I've daydreamed about. How how are they going to turn this into an offline MMO? And I feel like New Game Plus, plus the trust system and other things that they'll design down the road will make that a possibility. Yeah, I agree with you completely. I think that New Game Plus is, one, a way to go back and do cool solo fights that you really enjoyed. I don't think it will give you rewards. Um, I think that maybe if it's not really New Game Plus, I think it's like a test for, well, no one wants to run Alliance Roulette or Storyline Roulette or whatever anymore, so I can't get through. So I load up my trusts and do it. So I think I feel like it's a test for that no one's doing this shit anymore content, right? So, you know, I, I think that's part of it. But I think maybe if you're doing it for a quest line you're flagged for, you'll get the rewards. But I I really don't think they're going to be like, oh, I can keep rerunning this thing for, you know, level six materia. I don't – that's not going to happen. And In fact, I'm going to be very, very angry if New Game Plus becomes some sort of way to – not play with other people mm-hmm. with new content, old content, old content. Yes. And that's where the trust system turns me off. The trust system they talked about, well, you don't want to do the new main scenario stuff. No, I don't want to do the old main scenario stuff alone at level or, you know, at synced. 
So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. But I have a very, I, I really don't think they're going to give us rewards. I feel like that is too easily farmed for evil. I don't know. Hmm. I also don't think we're going to see any 1.0 content. I don't either. I think 1.0 is completely dead mm-hmm. to them. Anything that's going to be 1.0-ish will be that yearly event in, what is it, August or whatever? Where they, you know, might throw in an instance where monsters are attacking Ulda. There, that's not that's not what this is gonna, this is going to be. So, one point is dead and gone, unless you want to download one of the private servers. They exist, so Google it if you if you care. Actually, if you don't want to play it, I think there are very very good. Here's all the cutscenes on YouTube. So if you want to see what happened, go go check that out. All right. Let's see. Are, are we done, Ruby? It's been two so. hours. I don't know what happened. Yes. It's, it's now <laughs> fucking late. All right. It's closing time then. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, www gtffxav.com while you're there leave us a comment and if you'd like to you can support us by clicking the donation button we appreciate all of those donations you can find us on twitter at gtffxav you can email us at gtffxav at gmail.com please please rate us wherever you listen to us uh personal plugs ruby Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.